Hey there, how are you? I hope you're having an amazing, wonderful day or night. Today, we are going to be talking about what to do when you're scared. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk, Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, being scared. Fear is an interesting emotion and feeling. It can tell us a lot about ourselves and our experiences. It can also hold us back. So let's get right into some of these tips here on how to move forward despite being scared. And before I jump in, just a quick heads up, a couple episodes back, I did an episode about getting out of your own way. So that could be a good episode to listen to to complement this one if you feel like fear is kind of holding you back or you're kind of getting in your own way. So check that one out. All right, number one, get super honest with yourself and and ask yourself where the fear is coming from. So for example, I'm scared to tackle this project because the last project was a complete shit show and I got fired. I mean, that's like pretty extreme, but I'm sure it happens. Versus maybe I'm afraid to do this thing because it's too windy and you work inside, right? Figuring out like really honestly asking yourself where the fear is coming from is really important because oftentimes we might realize, yeah, maybe like every emotion and every feeling is legit, but maybe the source of that is maybe not realistic or not very probable. But nonetheless, once you figure out where the fear is coming from, you can also kind of figure out how to move forward Number two, evaluate your options. What is the worst case scenario and can you manage that, right? So worst case scenario, maybe you try again and you do lose your job. I mean, that's like really extreme, but you know what I mean? Can you handle it? Do you have a savings account? Are you set up to the point where you can take a risk? And sometimes the answer is no, but more often than not, the fear that's holding us back is not a job ending type of fear. Number three, journal out your fears. It's really interesting what comes out and comes about when you decide to put pen to paper and start journaling. Uh, Interesting shit happens in a lot of aha moments and realizations that can really help you out. Maybe you start journaling and you're thinking about work and you're scared to do this thing because of da 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 da. And then you start journaling about your childhood and like being afraid of, I don't know, turning in a homework assignment because the teacher yelled at you, right? Like I have no idea what it might be, but like when you journal, that's the kind of shit that pops up because your mind is kind of just racing and usually your hand is trying to keep up. So you have less of that like internal buffer, if that makes sense. Number four, remind yourself of your past success. I know when we're scared to do shit, it's really easy to be like, oh, okay, I'm really scared. I don't know if I should do this. Should I take the jump? Should I take that leap? And oftentimes looking at all the things that you've been able to accomplish so far in your career and in life, like, okay, I've done hard things. I've done things despite being scared. One thing I was terrified of um, last November when I sold my house and bought the truck and the camper house and started traveling, I was terrified. Well, I'm going to wreck the truck. I'm going to wreck the camper. Well, (laughs) spoiler alert, I've freaking wrecked both. (laughs) Not, I didn't total nothing, nothing that couldn't be fixed or ignored. There's like three, four scratches on the truck, you know, sort of hit a gas pump thing with the camper one day, ripping the side of the sheet metal, not the actual siding, just, you know, the little sheet metal thing that... It doesn't matter. Uh, Some guy came out and fixed it five, six hundred dollars later. Used an expensive mistake, but my fear came true. There, I did do a little bit of damage, but guess what? I was able to fix it. Even when I move it now, and I've been doing this for over a year now, I still get nervous because I'm not a truck driver. I don't have a CDL license. Like they let anybody just go buy a big old truck and a big old camper. This is not small, guys. It is thirty six freaking feet. So like, it is not like it's just a little van. 
And like, I literally got the keys. I was like, all right, so like, what do I do now? Like, how do, who, like, who's going to teach me how? Is there like some sort of test you have to pass? I'm like, no, you're good. I was like, no, sir, I'm not good. I do not know what I'm doing. Y'all went through this in like an hour of like, cause they'll, you know, here's how you do the slides and your fireplace and here's how your TV works and just like stupid shit, right? Uh, and they did it so fast. It's like, uh, mm-mm, no, I'm not ready. But I was so scared, but I did it anyway. Um, and, you know, for the most part, it's been a lot of fun. Minus the whole, like, <laughs> almost blowing up an entire uh, gas station. But that's, you know, it's fine. Anyway, number five, ask yourself, honestly, do you need to talk to someone? And this is always a good check-in because sometimes we do get to a point where our fears and our, like, negative self-talk will shut us down to the point where we literally can't move forward. And that's the point where you need to tag someone else in, a friend, a family member. Oftentimes, honestly, a therapist is going to be your best route because you can talk to that person with little to no filter and just put all your shit out there. Here's the fucking cards on the table. Let's go. I mean, the first time I did therapy shit, I made an entire spreadsheet, y'all. And I am like extra when it comes to like organization and like taking notes and journals and all that shit. Um, So that's a bit of an extreme, but like literally, like these big traumatic things that have happened in my life because I wanted to like review that. So when I'm going to that first therapy session, I'm like, okay, I want to have an understanding of what I have gone through and kind of where the conversation might go. And it was, I mean, I don't know if that's like the right way to do therapy. Probably not. I'm therapist listening to her like, girl, shut the fuck up. But it helped me. So you know what's going to be good for you. But ask yourself, honestly, do you need to talk to somebody? And I know like slowly we're coming around as a society to therapy is a good thing. But in case you need the reminder, therapy is a good thing. There is no shame, no negativity, no nothing around going to therapy. Like when I talk to people and they're like, oh yeah, I was talking to my therapist. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I like legit get excited because I'm like, okay, we as like a general population are trying. We're trying to do better, be better and work through some of that shit. Number six, focus on the positive thoughts, affirmations, practicing gratitude, getting that mindset right. Number seven, meditation. Meditation is a really good way to kind of help declutter your thought process. And also some really cool shit comes up when you're meditating. In the moment, it might not feel cool because sometimes the things that come up are like, it can be heavy, right? Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just fun and light and cool. Sometimes like not a whole lot comes up and you just like get to clear your mind and like move on for the day. And sometimes the heavy shit comes up, but that'll still help you get that momentum to move forward. Number eight, movement and exercise. I go in waves with this. Like there are months where I am super good at getting out, moving, walking, squats, going to the gym, whatever, you know, I'm feeling in that like mode of my life. Sometimes it's yoga. And then other times I'm like, I just want to curl up on the couch and read. Uh, Like when it's dark at like freaking 2.30 in the afternoon in the winter, right? Like, hmm, I don't want to go walk in the dark. It's dark. I don't really want to go to the gym. It's like negative 17 degrees out. Let's just cuddle up and read a book. But do better than me. Consistently move and get exercise. <laughs> like I said, I have waves, but uh, I think most people do. Number nine, what is your fear trying to tell you? So, for example, if you are scared to work with a specific person, right? Like, let's say I'm really nervous to work with so-and-so. Maybe that is your intuition. Maybe that is your body. Maybe that is your mind trying to tell you, maybe we need to be cautious of that person. Maybe there's something not right with them. Maybe for whatever reason, you don't trust them. And I'm not always saying just because we're afraid of something, there's always some underlying bad thing. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes our intuition is trying to tell us something. So, check in and be like, okay, is this something that I'm trying to be warned about or is just this just a fear I need to get over? 
Because, you know, fear can always be a good teacher, especially if we're open to confronting it. Number 10, if you let the fear win, what's the outcome? Think about that. What are you going to miss out on or lose if you let fear control your actions or inaction? And then follow up, because we always have follow-up questions here. (laughs) Are you okay with that? So let's do a very basic dating example, because the dating scene is fucking terrible. There is pee in the pool. It is, it, no, it just, like, drain it. Don't even refill it at this point. Like, (laughs) just call it trash. Anyway, so let's say your fear is holding you back from pursuing a relationship or pursuing a particular person. Let's say if you you really, really care about someone, maybe you love someone and you know the actions you need to do in order to per- keep pursuing that person, but you are so afraid that if you do the things you're supposed to do, you're going to get that person and lose them. Think about if you don't ever do the things you're supposed to do to actually get that person in your life, are you okay with that? Right? It's kind of like in this particular example, it's it, what's that phrase, um, age old or whatever phrase of it is better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Right? So think about if you let the fear win, what will you miss out on or lose? Are you okay with it? And sometimes, sometimes, maybe the fear is there's a fucking monster under the bed. And if I look and there is, I'm going to be eaten. So it's better if I just, you know, stay on top of the bed. And that's cool. That's fine. You're good with that. (laughs) Obviously, very extreme, silly example. But I think you know what I'm trying to say. Number 11, need to have baby steps in order to move forward. We can only do so much in a day. I think, is it Tony Robbins, who says, like, we often underestimate, we often overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in one year or 10 years. I'm pretty sure it's Tony Robbins. If not, forgive me. You know, for example, maybe you were burned in the past from a senior leader and the next project you want to make sure that you consult that particular person before you do a kickoff so you can get their buy-in, right? So making sure we have these little baby steps in place and simple little things we can do to help reduce the fear or eliminate it altogether and make sure those are baby steps, like bite-sized little nuggets that you can do to just keep moving and moving and moving. Number 12. I think I talked about this one in the other episode too. Again, kind of hard, straightforward truth. Cut the bullshit. Fear is legit. Excuses, however, are not. Give that a second. Sink in. I still love you. (laughs) Right? So just ask yourself, is it an actual fear or an excuse? 13. Do you have a solid support system? If not, what communities can you join or be a part of that can help you, right? Maybe you don't have a lot of people in your life that can hype you up and be your support person and catch you when you fall, right? Like I definitely have had times in my life where I'm like, fuck, the who's going to, where's my, where's my net of people, right? When I fall, who's going to help me? And there have been times where sometimes the hard truth is like, fuck, nobody, damn. But it's like, okay, is there a local community I can be part of, whether it's through meetups or churches or whatever your thing is, right? Like network of people, meet new people, get out there. We are humans created to be in community with other humans. Doing life alone, I promise you, is not fun. Number 14, research other people who have the same fear as you and what did they do to overcome that? Google, famous people who were afraid of ba-da-da-da-da. And I promise you, you're going to have a bunch of stories pop up and they don't even have to be famous. People who have overcome this. How do I overcome this? The Google machine, man, it, I don't want to say it knows everything because it doesn't know everything, but it knows a lot. And there's a lot of good tips out there. So consult your Google machine. 15. Accept the fact that failure is 
inevitable. We are human. We are never going to wake up every day and be perfect and always be successful at every little thing we do. You're going to fail. The kicker, fail, learn, move on, do better next time. Number 16, prepare and practice as much as possible if whatever the fear is, is about you doing a thing. Maybe you need to give a speech and you're like, holy hell, Steph, I can't, I can't get up in front of all these fucking people and talk about whatever it might be because I'm going to die. Okay. I mean, you're probably not, but I'm not a doctor. So what the fuck do I know? Practice, 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 practice. Get feedback. Ask other people, especially if it's a speech. Hey, can you listen to this? Can you give me some feedback? Practice as much as possible and be prepared. Preparation and practice, I promise you, is going to help you. And I use that example because I'm not a good public speaker. I mean, I can sit here with a microphone and talk to y'all all day, literally all day long. But tell me to get up in front of a thousand people and do this same exact episode. It would be a freaking shit show. And I would be scared. But if it was a good opportunity and I thought it could help people, I'd probably try and do it anyway. I think the last time I talked in front of a big group of people, especially the microphone, I think was at my brother's services. And... Let me tell you, yes, I was obviously emotional, so my voice was shaky already, but like I was so scared and I just, I, I prepared my, it's called eulogy or whatever. I didn't practice it a ton. Like mostly I kind of just said it to myself a few different times, like read it out loud to make sure that like what I was saying made sense. Cause when you're, especially when you're emotional, you kind of gotta, you know, hear things out loud to make them click in your brain. But anyway, getting off track. Uh, I was scared. I did it anyway, because at the end of the day, that was something I felt like I needed to do for him right? It wasn't about me. It was about honoring my brother. All right. Number 17. Is your fear coming from a place of a gap in your skill set? So sometimes we are afraid to do something because we just don't know how. That is fair. That is valid. It is not the best excuse to not do something because the better option is to go learn the thing if we can. So just understanding, and maybe it's more so like you are a project manager and you're really, really good about going from A to W in the process, right? But that retrospective at the end of the project, the wrap up, that what went well, what didn't, that you're like, mm, not so good. But you can go learn that skill, right? Don't be afraid of that retro. Just learn how to do it better and ask for feedback. And number 18, become friends with your fears. I know it sounds corny, you know, whatever, but like for real. Try it, I promise. I'm not trying to like make your life hell. There's been a few different times in life where I'm just like scared, like scared shitless of whatever the fuck it is I'm doing or not doing or whatever. And I'll be like, all right, fear for this XYZ fill in the blank thing. We're going to be friends now. So then when I start feeling that fear creep up, I'll be like, no, go away. Oh, we're welcoming it. Like, hey, you're back. I mean, we're still going to do the thing and here's how we're going to overcome it. But like, what's up? Sit down, have coffee. Do you want a tea? What can I get you? Having that mindset of being able to accept your fear and be friends with your fear is to say you can have it exist, acknowledge it, and still move forward despite it. I hope you guys found that helpful, valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and support the show. Check out my website, stephdennis.com, resources, podcast lists, service options if you need some extra support. Uh, You can support the show simply by listening, sharing with a friend, monetarily, PayPal, and Anchor. Links are below. If you have a minute, please leave a rating and or review. It definitely helps others find us. You can find me on the socials, stephdennis13, Instagram, TikTok, and then uh, Career Talk Podcast on Instagram. We are written produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so wonderful, so awesome. I hope you have a lovely, fantastic rest of your day.